Christianity. Uh, more adherents worldwide than any other religious tradition, approximately 2.2 billion. Um, that's a lot. Our population, I think, is like 7.8 billion. So, yeah. Uh, it's the second fastest growing tradition worldwide. Most of the growth is taking place in Africa, Asia, and Latin America, uh, notably in the United States, Brazil, and Mexico. And as many people know, it is a very, very, very controversial religion in the entertainment media. According to a sample of 100 episodes in an analytical study by Thomas Gill and Co., the religious side of primetime characters' lives are typically not shown in television. Few characters have an identifiable religious affiliation and fewer show prayer, attending church, or the participation in group religious activities, which can be seen in, of course, my previous episode on Judaism, Ross Geller, Schmidt, um, Rachel Green, Rachel Berry, all of these characters, the primary religious aspects of their lives aren't really shown, only references to them. But yeah, of course, there's a lot of gray area to this. For example, Alcoholics Anonymous meetings, while they cannot be considered religious, they do have a religious dimension to them with the aspects of prayer, oaths, and church being associated with it. This is why it's very difficult to analyze Christian characters, because we only ever see the side of them that the writers and producers wanted to see. That's why it's very difficult to analyze religious characters in general. So there are, just as there are stereotypes in Judaism, there are stereotypes in Christianity. So um, one of the main stereotypes in Christianity is the radical Christian stereotype which is essentially a Christian who holds radical religious viewpoints and who will go to radical extremes to assert them. So an example of this, sorry, one second. Okay, so an example of this is, a very obvious example anyway, is how Christians are portrayed in the media, um, such as in the hit television drama, The Handmaid's Tale with its main trope being the destruction of society by a radical Christian group with extremely terrible ideas, ideals, sorry. So this group, uh, the Sons of Jacob, they call themselves, holds very radical religious viewpoints and will go to extremely radical extremes to assert them by ways of murder, rape, and torture, all while justifying it as being God's needs of them. It's if you've seen the show, I've recently gone into it. It's extremely hard to watch because it's the scariest part about this show is how it there are actually people who have these beliefs and they're it's based on an actual group of people called people of praise, I believe. So yeah, the thing about sorry, I'll talk about that later probably. Another radical Christian character who fits the stereotype is Angela Martin of The Office. She's a very orthodox Christian. She's very conservative and she looks down on other people who don't follow the same belief that she has. Uh, while not, while she doesn't go to radical extremes to her, assert her religious viewpoints, um, and she's not the most extreme of characters, she's an example of a very mild radical Christian who uh, many will find very, I, I personally find her a very scary character 
because of her religion and because of the way her religion is portrayed within her. But yeah, no need to explain further. And thirdly, um, another example of radical Christianism is Marsha and Marshall Langman in the TV show Parks and Recreation. They're a Christian conservative married couple who cause a lot of conflict in the park's office with their constantly showing up and demanding punishment whenever Leslie unintentionally does or promotes something quote unquote unchristian. There are characters that are honestly specifically designed to make the audience hate them, which is a really terrible thing to do because they use their conservative status and they, the producers and the writers, they take this couple and they, a seemingly normal suburban couple and they, just pound them full of all these negative connotations that is, that are associated with Christianity and being a conservative, and it makes them very, very unlikable. And they are, in a way, they're villainized because, of course, Leslie Note being the protagonist of the show, she's meant to be the hero. She's always trying to save the parks. She's trying to save the old nursing home from STDs that episode and these two are always there to try to stop her because it doesn't fit in with their religious viewpoints. It doesn't matter whether or not it affects them directly, they just don't want it happening in the same city that they're in. So yeah, they are characters specifically designed for us to hate them and that's something that I find very, very controversial about um, TV shows that are un that aren't religious in nature using religious tropes to convey a message because it comes to a point where it's offensive and it comes to a point where it harms young adolescents in how they view their own religion or how they come to try to find a religion that they themselves can identify with and it's just a load of malarkey. So another very common stereotype that is associated with Christianity in television is the fallen Christian, who is essentially someone who used to exhibit traditional Christian morals, but they ultimately lost these qualities through some sort of temptation or sin. So a very prominent example of this is Quinn Fabray, the counterpart of Rachel Berry of the television show Glee. So she's a very, she's a very complex character in that she portrays herself in the beginning, she's portrayed she portrays herself as this very Christian, innocent schoolgirl who has all these morals and she's very, to the point of being pious, one would say. But the way she acts in school, the way she carries herself, she cheats, she lies, she has sex, she drinks alcohol. And all of these qualities are very common in teenage characters normally, but because she's meant to be this devout Christian girl, they turn it into a character flaw, which ultimately ends in her losing her faith, basically. So she's a devout Christian high school cheerleader, cheerleading captain in the early episodes. And ultimately she becomes pregnant and is kicked out of her house by her radical Christian father. This is another one of those stereotypes that um, might not be a stereotype after all, but is commonly portrayed in that, um, Christian parents who kick out their children just for being themselves or just for committing one little mistake. And that's very problematic and it creates tension and it it might even harm the 
young adolescent, the viewer, and make them rethink their own relationship with their parents. And it's a whole thing, but I will not be discussing that. That's not the focus of my podcast. So after she gets pregnant and she's kicked out, she proceeds to lose her boyfriend, her friends, her cheerleading position and social status. And all of these are portrayed as consequences of her immoral choices. She loses all faith and becomes this very hateful, emotionless character who acts out in her loss of identity, which is very, it's very painful to watch because she becomes this character who essentially detaches herself from all of society simply because she feels that society will not accept her because of her committing this one sin, which is, a, it's not, okay, it's hard to describe because it's, if she were not a Christian character, it would not be as big of a deal. You could say it wouldn't, it would be like considered, it wouldn't be considered out of the blue, but because she is a Christian character, they be, they turn it into this very, very dramatic plot line, which is, oh, sorry, <laughs> which is representative of the fallen Christian stereotype. She was very devout. She had a club called the God Squad. She was also in some sort of Christian school council. And in the end, in the midst of all of this pain that she's feeling, she loses all her faith and she becomes a completely different person. But ultimately, of course, that's resolved with love and with family and with friends. And she becomes less pious and more, she starts to open an understanding towards other religions and other morals to follow. So that is the most prominent example of the fallen Christian. Another one is in, again, The Handmaid's Tale, a very dramatic show, which is really scary because again, it's very similar to what could, it could happen, it's realistic. So this is, um, in this show, there's a character called Eden, who is essentially a child bride to one of the characters, Nick, who this girl, she's very sweet. She's not pious at all, but she's very, very Christian. She reads the Bible. She, she helps out whenever she can. Her only downfall was falling in love with another boy because the one that she was married to didn't give her any attention because he didn't love her. And he found that it was wrong to marry someone who was 15 years old. Of course, this ended up with her with her death because, of course, the city of Gilead cannot handle infidelity and all these crimes. But it's really sad to think about because if she were a normal girl and if the country wasn't lost and destroyed by this radical group, um, she would, falling in love wouldn't be a sin. You know what I mean? It's it really makes um, the viewer in a way despise Christianity because of the amount of pressure it puts on young Christians and it, and the amount of fear it instills in young Christians as well because of all these morals. That's That was one of my main, before I studied world religions, that was one of the main, my main views of Christianity, that it was a, religion that I personally would not want to go into because it seems very, very, it pressures young children and it pressures people my age. And 
eventually when you start to crack under all that pressure, then you're disowned and you're going to hell and all of this. And that's, I think that's why Christianity is portrayed as so, so negative in the media, because while it is portrayed as positive, sometimes, of course, with human nature being the way it is, we only remember the bad things and we end up creating these religious narratives of of that tradition and it's a bit sad because that's not really how it is at all i mean sometimes it is but not always another keynote to mention about um how christians are portrayed in the media is the portrayal of the generational differences in a christian household so i'll be using jane the virgin a tv this tv show for my example uh, they're both positive and negative differences. So for, let's start with the eldest, Alba. She's the grandmother of the house. She's very family oriented. She's very, very devout to her faith. And she frowns upon Ziomara's lifestyle. But of course, there are some secrets to her that we eventually find out, such as she wasn't a virgin when she married Matteo, the grandfather. And she's engaged in some sins and that's completely okay but she she was very very ashamed of them until she was welcomed by her daughter and granddaughter with open arms and accepted for them secondly there's Diomara, the alba's daughter who while she's still christian she prays she goes to church she has a christian-esque wedding She's not as devout, and she often engages in premarital sex, alcohol, partying, and yes, and these are, of course, the things that Alba frowns upon. So, and thirdly, there's Jane, who's the daughter of Ziomara, granddaughter of Alba. While very similar to Alba in her Christianity, she's very devout to faith, she's very family-oriented, she does make her chastity and her willingness to wait for until marriage for sex more of a personal commitment than a religious one which really these three examples really do convey how christianity is different for each person and it's changing with every generation so what works for some people might not work for others which is a very very positive um portrayal of christianity because most of the time when you think of these portrayals you usually think oh they all have to follow the exact same rules but that's not how life works what works for me might not work for you and that's okay and that's the message that this show tries to get across in terms of religion so alba being the eldest she's very very she's more of the traditional christian that you'd think about and Ziomara, because she grew up under a Christian household, she feels the need to rebel. But in the end, ultimately, she'll always go back to her roots and she'll always pray and she believes in God and she's a virtuous person. And Jane, the youngest, she is equally as devout a Christian as the other two, but she makes it work for her and she makes it she adapts it so that it works in modern life and it works for her as a woman and as her own person. So that's Jane the Virgin. Another example of this generational difference can be seen in the TV show Gilmore Girls, 
with um, the character of Mrs. Kim, an extremely strict Christian mother who is overprotective and wants her daughter Elaine to marry a good Christian boy. She's a, a little pious. She's very strict. She doesn't want Lane to engage in any activity that might expose her to temptations or sins or anything of that sort. But because of all of this pressure she put on Lane to be this good Christian girl, all of this sheltering that she did, Lane, of course, is very rebellious. And she has a dark side. And she's a completely different person without her mother to the point where she lies to her mom almost on a daily basis. And she's not, some might argue that she's not even a religious character at all. She doesn't seem very connected to her faith in the way that Mrs. Kim is and in the way that Jane the Virgin is. So that's another key generational difference to point out. And I think that sends a very good message because it it does tell viewers that, um, being pressured does it it ends in rebellion but in the end you open each other you welcome each other with open arms basically so to summarize um in the media there's an overall negative portrayal of christianity so while in some cases christianity is portrayed as a tradition holding families closer together they're often represented in the media as intolerant racist or even violent which can cause young viewers' religious narrative of Christianity to be constructed in a negative light, despite, you know, the good cases. So, yeah.